Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Saturday, October 8th. I'm your host, John June, and of course, gotta have my guy. Greg Penniman, G Money. Greg, what's good? Yeah, Greg, what's good, man? What's good? What's good, man? Chilling, man. Trying to get over this Thursday night, man. <laughs> really, man. It's just it was brutal. It was brutal Thursday night. You know, we were we were talking about how Thursday nights were were getting good. Like it was a classic, like Thursday night football matchup. Like. I'm, I'm sure Amazon is upset. I'm sure everyone is upset. Like the people of Denver were leaving before overtime. Like that's crazy. They got free football and they didn't even want it. They didn't even want it, man. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was. You know what? You mean we already we we jump right into it. Let's just jump into the game, man. Because it very quick I mean, hit. Can we even very call quick. it that? <laughs> can we even call it a game? Quick. It was. It can we even was, call it quick hits? Like. They're quick. Our boy, that boy, Caden, five. Uh-huh. Say yeah. hello. What's up? Um, Like, <laughs> can we even, yeah, it should be quick because there's not much to talk about. <laughs> there's only only 21 points scored in, in the game. Um, So, yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, man. Definitely did not play his best game. Um, has been roasted all throughout, not just the internet, but even in the post game by his former teammate Richard Sherman. Um, it was definitely not a uh, a good look for for number three there for the Denver yeah, Broncos. This is for week five for for the for the five weeks now, like. Russell is giving you a loss if you were if he's your starting quarterback in fantasy. Like he didn't help you win. He's not helping you win for sure. Like two great receivers on the outside. The fact that Cortland Sun was still able to get seventy four yards. Like good good job on him, man. <laughs> that lap ball when they were jumping for it. That they were like, I need some yardage. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. Uh, JJ Zacharyson, late round quarterback, had a a great tweet. Uh, as a reaction to that to that jump ball situation, <laughs> he he said uh, Corlett Sutton was doing fantasy managers all a favor because nobody needed a fifty yard Montreal Washington <laughs> reception. Word. Word, yo, word. I mean, you know, we can talk about the other team. Alec Pierce is definitely emerging as that number two. He's kind of taking that uh, for sure. Um, like we were talking about before, I think he's definitely gained some value in, in fantasy. Uh, uh, one of those rookie receivers, uh, the next one up. So that's def- that's definitely a good look there. Um, yeah, definitely. That, somebody, somebody I'm sure we'll talk about on Monday. Yeah. Uh, when we hit the waivers, uh, but yeah, Alec Pierce definitely showed out. Another thing, Patrick Sertan, man, he he is one of those that you said does not exist. <laughs> the, the traveling, <laughs> true man to man shutdown corner. I know. He, I know. He <laughs> held Michael Pittman to, I think it was 55 receiving yards. Yeah, 59. Uh, yeah. 59 yeah. receiving yards. That's crazy because I believe the over under was 59 and a half. Um, <laughs> they know. They know. Um, yeah, 59 receiving yards. Uh, and he's done it now, you know, pretty much every week, you know, held Devontae Adams in check. Um, obviously we saw the game in prime time against DK Metcalf in week one. Uh, you know, this is going to be something I think that a trend that we have to consider when, when we're, when we're yeah, starting man. our receivers against Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certain and it just, it's a good line of corners. It seems like, so yeah, he, it's, this is it's the dope. lineage is there. Yeah. His for sure. Being an all pro cornerback with the Miami dolphins. Um, so yeah, Patrick Sertan the second is is a baller for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But back to Russ, is is he a is he a snip snip <laughs> candidate? I'm just I have we have to ask, right? Is the fan, from the fantasy football perspective, I know we spent a lot of time talking about Russ, like the 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 mannerisms and the quirkiness and the corniness and all that other stuff. But we've been saying that we want to talk about Russ playing good football, and we haven't gotten that. And yeah. from a fantasy perspective, we have continued to roll him out there in our lineups and we only really have two weeks to show for it, which is week one against Seattle. And then, you know, last week against Las Vegas. And what we know now is that those are both really good matchups for quarterbacks. So yeah. uh, what do we do at Russ? Is he somebody uh, you, you stream, you stream like, He's somebody that, yeah, I mean, I'm not automatically. He's a he's a, a bench like player. Like I'm saying, like if I have a good matchup for another quarterback, I'm I'm seeking that out before just automatically starting Russ every week. Definitely, I'm looking at someone that I could possibly stream over him if it's if the matchup is very juicy and he's playing, then the and the quarterback's playing well. Like it's not a it's not a, a forget it and set it anymore for sure. Um, eh, cutting, Ooh, cutting is tough. I think he's he's definitely. I think you can make the argument for it, but I I I, I feel like I'm definitely getting a, another quarterback if you don't have one already because of the first four weeks already. I think you know when it comes and you know context matters, right? So. You know, it really depends on your league, right? Like, look at your, look at the waivers. If there's no quarterbacks available, then you probably don't want to drop Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right. But if, you know, like there's Kirk Cousins is sitting on your, on your waiver wire, or, um, you know, Geno Smith is sitting out there, or yeah, Jared Goff, Goff is sitting yep. out there, yep. right? Like, then, you should look at the waivers as an extension of your bench and you should only expose players that you don't want to lose. So right now, like Russell Wilson, isn't one of those players to me where like, if I'm left streaming quarterbacks, like, cause that's pretty, I mean, he's probably one of those guys you could stream him off your bench, right? Like every yeah. week, if Russell Wilson doesn't have a good matchup, then you're gonna try to stream. And mm -hmm. if you can't get somebody that you feel like is going to produce better than Russell Wilson, then you just play Russell Wilson or otherwise you just play the matchup game uh, between Russ off your bench and, and uh, another quarterback. The thing that sucks is, you know, it's similar to what we've talked about with, you know, some of these other players. It's like where you drafted Russ, like, you know, you probably, I mean, depending, depending on the league, pe but people were, we're drafting Russ pretty high, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you never you didn't expect this. Russell was a he comes through like he's a very consistent quarterback in, in the past. Like Seattle Russell Wilson, now I got to differentiate him as Denver Russell Wilson is not it's not the same. Yeah, Peyton in the house too. Oh man, like how you gonna do that front Peyton man? The sheriff, yo, the sheriff should arrest him, yo. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, oh, something's something not right when the mind, the body, oh. and the soul are not connected. He had the nerve to say "less ride" after after in the post game press conference. He, he had he had half the nerve. Half he said "Broncos country," and then walked he paused. away <laughs> and looked at the mic and said "less ride." Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> so like he didn't even want to say it. Nah, nah, but, nah. The, but he he had a had had a malfunction, and uh, you know couldn't help himself. You know, the thing is, is like when he was in Seattle, he could end it with go Hawks. And it was like a lot, you know, you could always say go Hawks. Right. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough talking about Russell Wilson, man. Uh, we're not going to talk about this. We're gonna, unless he starts doing stuff on the football field, we're not going to talk about this man anymore. So, nah, yo, I mean, yeah, man. So we're, we're just from now on, we're not expected to play Russell Wilson unless. No, nah, nah, yeah. Unless the matches are good. Right. Great, great, not good, great. It has to be great, yeah. 
do we define great? Is it like a top 12? Like this team allows top 12 fantasy points. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, or they play the Chargers next week. I mean, that's okay. You know, it's okay. Yeah. The Jets one after. Of those if you can't find maybe can't the Jets. Find some, maybe the Jets, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. All right. It's not even a home thing. Like, yeah, man, it's crazy. He may be not used to the high altitude. Maybe maybe he's better on the road. Maybe home teams can't boo him. True, true. (laughs) (laughs) But they might not show up anymore. So maybe it'll be, it'll be good. (laughs) I'm not paying bread for that. Nah. And you know, those games are expensive too. You're paying for Denver. The history, the Super Bowls, yeah. and Russell Wilson's $243 million contract. <laughs> Maybe Chad oh, Powers man. is on or something. Chad Powers, yo. The best one was when they're like, Dever country, let's drive. Broncos <laughs> <laughs> country, let's drive. Yeah, let's drive oh, oh man. man, that was hilarious. Uh, okay, we're, we're supposed to be jumping into some matchups and doing starts of the week. Uh, but obviously we are spending a lot of time doing Thursday night quick hits, which was not very quick, but electro wizard has a question. Yo, I need help. I got Deandre Swift and Juju Smith Schuster for James Robinson and Curtis Samuel. Good trade. Um, I, I, I just got Deandre Swift. I think that's a good trade. The, you know, the obvious thing is that Deandre Swift is, is injured. So, um, you know, you have to be strong at running back to be able to take that on. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has not been, you know, groundbreaking, but he also hasn't scored a touchdown yet. So um, when those start coming, you know, maybe he he will be better. Curtis Samuel has been consistent. And James Robinson has got a lot of, uh, of volume, and the Jags are a better team than I think that than any of us thought coming into the season. So I think you did give some some – you know, you did you did give some stuff up there, but I think Swift. You know, I, I think he's got top three upside when he's healthy. Yeah. Um. Every week, so I, you know, that's that's league winning. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if you're league winning, yeah. So hopefully, you know, you can make that playoff run, and half hopefully the players that you have now are like gonna, uh, you know, get you there until you know DeAndre Swift gets really healthy. I'm not very big on. Juju or any pass catcher on the Chiefs other than Travis Kelsey. Um, so hopefully yeah, the, you're deep at the pass catchers to to take that hit for DeAndre because he's not coming back to after the bye. So not this week or next week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Electro Wizard, you didn't need help because you already made the trade. So you just wanted yeah. to tell us, us to tell you good trade, good trade, good trade. Solid, <laughs> solid, solid. Solid trade, solid trade. You, you know, everybody wins in that trade. That's a trade where the league looks at it and they're like, huh, okay. Yeah. You know, no funny business. Um, all right, let's move on to some games. We we covered the London game and all the 1 p.m. games yesterday. Uh, you know, some injury news that came out of yesterday. Nothing major. Uh, Wandell Robinson is out. Um, and rookie Brian Edwards um, is active uh was been activated to the 53 man roster so oh brian robinson oh yeah 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 yeah. robinson sorry brian robinson did i say brian edwards sorry wide receiver brain uh i was yeah brian Brian robinson if you uh might be the last your last chance to sell ag (laughs) very last chance to sell ag yeah um i think that chance was like last week actually before last week (laughs) Um, all right, let's move on to the games. Uh, again, like I said, we covered all those 1 p.m. games uh, and the London game yesterday. Um, so if you want to listen to that or watch that, obviously when we're done here, you can go back and do that, replay that episode. Um, but let's talk about the 2-2 two and two San Francisco 49ers traveling to Carolina to take on the 1-3 and three Carolina Panthers, where this game has a 39.5 point total. And the Carolina Panthers are 6 point road or home underdogs here um according to this line is according to FanDuel Sportsbook in terms of whether we're okay there in terms of injuries the Carolina Panthers have added safety Jeremy Chin to the injury reserve with a hamstring injury uh, linebacker Frankie Louvu was a DMP with a shoulder and wide receiver LaVisca Chenault is out with 
a hamstring. Uh, in terms of San Francisco, defensive lineman Eric Armstead is questionable, but other than that, they seem to be okay. Oh, uh, Tyrion Davis Price, uh, the rookie, is he is um, expected to come back soon from a high ankle sprain. So uh, seems like you somebody you maybe you want to stash. He's out for this game, but you could you know if you have an IR spot, pick him up and sl- and slot him in there. Um, you know I said the same thing with Damian Williams yesterday, uh, which I did do in our League of Extraordinary People, uh, and um, yeah. Uh, in terms of this game here, Greg. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take San Fran to cover. I'm going to take San Fran to win. Uh, for Carolina, I think the only thing <laughs> you can do is play CMC. That's it. There's like nothing else that you would ever want to do in this game, especially against this vaunted San Fran defense. Uh, for you know San Francisco, Debo Samuel, top five wide receiver play. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think he's a high-end wide receiver three in, in a really good matchup here. And then Jeff Wilson Jr. is a high-end RB2 based on volume. His last touchdown last week came from outside the red zone, so he's actually still due some positive regression there, um, you know, based on his red zone works. And then George Kittle is a tight end one option, hoping that he, he, you know, he bounces back this week. Yeah, man, I have the same thing under San Fran to cover, San Fran to win. I literally... I'm in agreement with you and everything that you just said, um, pretty much. Like, it would be redundant for me to say <laughs> my analysis for the game because it's CMC. And then on the other side, Jeff Wilson, huge fan of him, always uh, as a strong RB2. And then the receivers, you, you got to look at Debo being one, Ayuk two, um, Kittle two, and then Ayuk uh, coming at third. Yeah, I, uh, I got to take an L here on Jeff Wilson Jr. because. Well, I didn't foresee Tyrion Davis Price getting injured because uh, when Elijah Mitchell got hurt, you were saying, you know, Jeff Wilson got to be the number. Hey, Lance one. was the quarterback too at the time. It, that that was also true. So maybe yeah. I don't have to take a full L here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I look around leagues and like I'm like, dang, I could have had Jeff Wilson Jr. and I and I just didn't, you know. So, uh, but Tyrion Davis Price did have 13 rush attempts against Detroit in Week Two before leaving with a high ankle sprain. So that was. Um, Something to, to, to note there. Anyway, let's move on to this next game, which has some intrigue, but like I don't really don't know how to feel about it. Uh, <laughs> we got the four and zero Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Arizona to take on the two and two Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this game has a forty nine and a half point total, um, and the Philadelphia Eagles are five and a half point road favorites. This, the weather's okay in this game in terms of injuries. Uh, kicker Matt Prater for Arizona, he's out with a hip injury. Wide receiver Marquise Brown, he's limited with a foot. Um, A.J. Green's limited with a knee. And then for Philadelphia, Avante Maddox, he's DMP with, I uh, believe it was a knee injury for him, expected to miss this game. And then left tackle Jordan Mailata, he's questionable with a shoulder. This game was – I think this was – um, Jalen Hurts' first start a couple years ago. Oh, not. this is the mega, mega over under. Like, they were yeah. like 60 points. They both, both quarterbacks went insane. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this was, I think, J- Jalen Hurts' coming out party as far as fans. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. That, that, that game was wild. Yeah. Uh, Greg, what do you, how do you think this game goes this time around? I'm gonna take the over again, but I'm gonna take Philly to cover and Philly to win. Uh, Philly's D line is a difference maker this year, so I think they. They continue to, to roll in that in that sense. Um, as far as the analysis, Eagles, of course, your must starts to Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders is a must start now. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard. I think all those guys are in play at, um, and they're all close to ones that they're all ones at their position um, for sure. Uh, Miles Sanders having a career so far, so you you love to see it. Um, getting the volume to 72 carries through the first four weeks, so they're really trusting him in this offense. Um, and then on the Arizona side, Calamares still must start. He's still going to get you those fantasy points, um, especially in in a high-scoring game. I think it'll be uh, Hollywood Brown uh, is a wide receiver too. Um, <clears throat> uh, Greg Dortch, I think so. We'll start to hopefully, you know, I'm still intriguing 
Rondell Moore, I think, is still a wait-and-see stash right now. Uh, but I think this would be the game where we'll start to see kind of the, the the turn. Um, so Rondell Moore getting some more some opportunity. Um, I think Greg Dortch is still in flex conversation. And James Conner uh, is a low in RB2. Yeah, I am uh, – I'm taking – I'm with you on the game. I'm taking over, taking Philly to cover, Philly to win. Uh, for Arizona, uh, Philadelphia is 31st against quarterbacks the last three weeks, so definitely looks like a tough matchup for Kyler on paper. I, I think you can get away with playing them, um, but, again, it might it might be tough, especially with how bad Arizona's offense has looked, especially in the first half, and especially that they have not scored a touchdown yet in the first quarter. Uh, and Brutal. The last time they won a home game was October of last year, if I'm not mistaken. So that's crazy. Yeah. I think I might have been a year early on my Cliff gets fired thing because I was on that like last year and then they then they made the playoffs because they believe they did they win their division. I don't know. But anyway, besides the point, I think the Rams won the division. But anyway, besides the point, um, I think you have to you you probably got to play Kyler, uh, Marquise Brown. You know, high high floor wide receiver two. The volume is there. It's twenty seven percent target share the last three weeks. That's fantastic. Uh, James Conner, he's in a tough spot. Uh, an RB three flex option for me. Uh, Zach Ertz. It, I mean, he's Zach Ertz. Yep, yep. Not hard to be a tight end one. Um, yeah. But especially when you are in a revenge game here. Uh, you you get some tight end one consideration for sure. And then for Philadelphia, like I agree with what you're saying. I mean, all these guys are ones with their position. Like Jalen Hurts, a top top six quarterback. Uh, A.J. Brown, top 10 wide receiver. Devontae Smith, a, a top 20 wide receiver uh, with wide receiver one upside, obviously. Dallas Goddard, he's in a great spot as well. Arizona allows the 11th most fantasy points to the tight end position the last three weeks. And, and – uh, that's even with having played Ian Thomas last week. So uh, <laughs> Goddard's been really good. Uh, Miles Sanders is an RB2 with, with, with RB1 upside, especially if he gets the volume that he got last week with 27 rush attempts, I believe it was last week. So, Love it. Uh, yeah, if that continues, Miles Sanders is definitely an RB1. Yeah. Moving on to the next matchup. Um, <clears throat> interesting one for sure. The – Three and one Dallas Cowboys travel to LA to take on the two and two Los Angeles Rams. This game has a 45 and a half point total where the LA Rams are four point home favorites. Uh, in terms of weather, we're okay on that front. In terms of injuries for Dallas, uh, Dak Prescott, he's out with that thumb injury. Uh, tight end Jake Ferguson, he's questionable with a knee. Wide receiver CD Lamb, he's been. Uh, he was a DMP with a groin, but it seemed like something about the, the his GPS numbers were too high, so they they were trying to hold him out for rest. So I don't think it's really a concern. And then for the Rams, safety uh, Taylor Rapp, he's dealing with a rib injury, so he's limited. Uh, uh, safety Jordan Fuller is out. Cornerback David Long Jr. is questionable with a groin, uh, and then center Brian Allen is questionable with a knee injury, and I believe. Brian Allen is the second string center. So the Rams are on their third string center um, going up against a, a strong Dallas defense. So, Greg, uh, I'm going to take the over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take, you know oh, take, take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm, I, yeah, I did want to do it. I did. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. There's Sean McVay off a loss. At home, uh, I've taken the Rams to cover and win. Um, you know, for Dallas though, Ceedee Lamb probably in the best spot of all these Dallas pieces uh, has some top ten upside this week uh, going up against a Rams secondary that's just not been very good. And you know, let's be honest, Ceedee Lamb's been very good with even with Cooper Rush. I mean, <laughs> the, I want, I'm curious to see the Cooper Rush splits versus like the Dak Prescott splits. Um, because he averages like a hundred yards a game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Um, 
But anyway, Tony Pollard and Zeke, they're high in RB3s. I, I would lean Zeke um, in this one. Uh, Michael Gallup has some upside as well. Uh, again, given the matchup and, and last week being his first game back, you know, did catch a touchdown. I think he should be more involved. And then on the Rams side, it's Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. Don't think you could play a Rams running back like confidently. And Adam, you know, Allen Robinson, um, you know, unless he starts showing something uh, along with the Rams running back, start showing something like the, I, I can't play them. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to take Dallas to cover, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Dallas to win. I think Sean McVay is not going to be able to overcome Dallas's D-line. It's just going to give Matthew Stafford a lot of trouble. Yeah, man, he's a beast, bro. He's, he's <laughs> different. Um, so on Dallas' side, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, Zeke, Pollard are playable. The matchup is tough for them, so this slight downgrade uh, to more of you know, that high in RB3, uh, you know, RB2 category. I think Zeke has been running well, though, so I think he can give you an RB2 performance. Um, C.D. Lamb, the receivers are in a great spot, though. C.D. Lamb being a wide receiver one. Michael Gallup, I think he's very close to breaking out. I, if you want to go ahead and make the make the play of the start, I, I don't blame you, but I'm, I'm going to wait one more week, I think. I think, um, you know, get him going more and more, but... Yeah, Gallup is very close to being uh, a wide receiver too again for sure. Uh, and uh, as far as uh, you know, no doubt, no Dalton Schultz again. So uh, yeah, as far as the other side for the Rams, Cooper Cup starting wide receiver one, top three play every week. And yeah, that's Tyler Higby, and that's about it. I, I'm with you as well. Um, it's tough. This offense is not looking like they were last year, and yeah. It's, Sean McVay keeps saying, you know, trying to get Allen Robinson involved, but you, you got to see it. So he's he's one week away from being cut. So I, I told I yeah. cut him already. Yeah, he's cut. Yeah, you cut I, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went yeah. through actually. I was doing some some uh, you know delay the land in my in my leagues, and I mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me see if I had Al, if Alec Pierce is available in some of my leagues. Yeah, Didn't I'm, even I'm definitely him. cutting him for that for sure. Didn't even realize that in a league where I was hurting at receiver. I had Michael Thomas, Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Allen, and <laughs> Allen Robinson. So hurting, Heck. I I pretty much dropped Allen Robinson for Alec Pierce and started him. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't even realize that I had done that. Uh, that's what happens when you manage way too many leagues. Uh, you make <laughs> transactions you don't even remember. Um, but – yeah, I, I, you Allen Robinson's unplayable. And I don't think this is yeah, a Sean McVay problem. I think this is a Matthew Stafford problem. I think Matthew Stafford only has eyes for Cooper Cup. Like Yeah. Like <laughs> the O-line is not as good. So and this matchup is not good for them. So No. Uh yeah. you almost make me want to change my pick. Uh <laughs> No, nah, I, mean, I mean, you know, yeah, it's you know. But they are still on the yeah. road. It's gonna be close it's on the road. It's 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 really more about like as bad as the Rams defense has been. Our Aaron Donald is still is still probably the baddest man on that field. So yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know. Michael Parsons is a pretty bad. <laughs> he's a pretty bad man. As overall, like Dallas has you know the Mark you know the Marcus Lawrence too, not the Marcus Lawrence. Yeah, the Marcus Lawrence. So yeah, and they got Trayvon yeah. Diggs who's playing. Yeah, really good. That's a wide receiver right at corner right there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might have to switch my pick. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyway, um, let's move on to the next game. Sunday night football, 8.20 p.m. Mm. The 2-2 two and two Cincinnati Bengals travel to Baltimore to take on a 2-2 two and two Baltimore Ravens. This game has a 48.5 point total where the Baltimore Ravens are three-point favorites. Uh, the weather's okay in this game. Um in terms of injuries, Justice Hill, the running back, is doubtful with a hamstring. Marcus Peters, the corner, is questionable. Rashad Bateman, after being a DMP all week, uh, the wide receivers listed as out for this game. So, you know, that's definitely, um, you know, a, a ding to the to the Ravens' pass offense. Uh, and then for Cincinnati, uh, Hayden Hurst was limited with a groin. He's questionable. Uh, and then D, uh, T. Higgins, the wide receiver, is questionable with an ankle. Uh, T. Higgins, like his injury 
chart is must be crazy right now uh, between concussion <laughs> and ankle and I think there was a shoulder. He's a warrior there. out here, man. Yeah. Uh, it's only week five, though, man. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> um, but, Greg, where are you with this matchup here? I'm taking the over. I'm taking Cincy to cover, Cincy to win. This is all based on that man, Joe Burrow, man, against the Ravens. Like, this is all historic. This man goes insane on the Ravens. Like, 416 last year and the, the first time they played. 525 as far as passing yards. Seven touchdowns uh, last year on the Ravens. Um, yeah, he's he's going to go insane. As far as the Cleveland, I mean, Cincinnati side, Joe Barrow, he's a QB1. He's a top three player this week. Joe Mixon uh, is, should be in a good spot. I think he's borderline RB1. Uh, and But I think this is a receiver game. This is also when Jamar Chase has his crazy, insane matchup. So I think both of these uh, receivers are wide receiver ones. Hayden Hurst is uh, in streaming value as well. Um, could give you some uh, French tight in one value. Uh, and then on the Baltimore side, Lamar Jackson still going to be MVP level, uh, QB1. As far as the running backs, J.K. Dobbins, I think he broke out last week. You can play him as a, a borderline RB1. Uh, Mark Andrews, tight in one. Should be a really fun game, but I, I think Joe Burrow gets it done, man. This this man is, is a, the Raven killer right now. The secondary just only got worse for Baltimore. Like it is, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm with you. I'm taking the over, taking Cincy to cover, Cincy to win. Uh, on the Baltimore side, you know Lamar. This as good as the Cincinnati defense is, he's he's gonna be a QB one in, yeah, in a game where still Lamar. They're trailing. Uh, his again, his defense is bad. Um, yeah, there he's got to he's got to be in your lineup as a quarterback. One, Mark Andrews, tight end. One, uh, J.K. Dobbins. You know, I I'm with you. Uh, he, you know, no Justice Hill this week, uh, so he should probably see more volume. He's ramping up. Had two touchdowns last week, um, so I, I treat him as an RB two. Uh, Rashad Bateman, uh, obviously he can't go, so Duvernay steps in as the wide receiver one for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, probably lands him as a low end wide receiver two for me. Um, you know, was been productive, but obviously now steps into a, a different role here. Um, you know, I just think that means more for for Mark Andrews, honestly. Yeah. But uh for Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, another great spot here. Um, you know, you talked on obviously what he did last year against this Ravens defense, but uh, yeah, you know, this Ravens defense through three weeks or through five or four weeks rather has not been very good. Uh, same goes for, you know, Chase and Higgins. Their matchups are fantastic. Uh, Tyler Boyd, you know, I think he's yeah, facts. he's I'm also got you. some upside here as yep. well. Um, you know, Baltimore allows the most fantasy points to the wide receiver position over the last three weeks. So, you know, I think all those guys make make solid options. And then Joe Mixon. I will say it again. Uh, he's an RB one still, and and I believe he's still a buy low option at the position. Volume is still crazy, man. Yeah, it's just the, the fancy points have not been coming there. Yeah, um, and then Hayden Hurst, he's he's definitely a a, a tight end one uh, option. Again, has been banged up this week, so definitely monitor that situation. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking definitely looking forward to this game. It's a good Sunday night one. Definitely. Uh, we have a question. Uh, gets my team is <laughs> Dak Zach Wilson. Oh, we lost Greg here. Um, my team is Dak Zach Wilson, Saquon, Monty, Cup, AJ Brown, Godwin, Schultz, Conklin, Drake, London, Benches, Bateman, Myers. Dotson, McKissick, Kenneth Walker, Mac Hollins. I'm one in three. What trades should I make? It's a 12-man, three-quarter PPR, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, one flex. Uh, I don't think you need to make a trade. I think you've suffered from some bad luck. Uh, Monty obviously was injured. Um, 
maybe you go get a running back. Actually, I think that's what you need to do. You would need to go get a running back. If you could trade, you have, you're loaded at wide receiver between Cup, A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, Drake London. Um, you got Rashad Bateman on your bench. Yeah, I had to step away just because, you know, I had to, that, that had to, Look at this question. <laughs> <laughs> all the, gave us the whole roster. I like it though. You the know, whole roster. Right? Those, those questions, those follow-up questions. There's no yeah. follow-up. Uh, I think he's 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 pretty deep. He's pretty pretty good. Um, like I think if you want to try to get upgrade at quarterback, like make that big move to piece all your assets to get a you know top guy maybe. Yeah, you could, or you could just wait till Dak yeah. gets back. I yeah, mean, wait. Till, yeah, wait till Dak gets back. You stream the position until Dak gets back. I, I, I don't maybe think try I to go get Herbert, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, maybe you try to go shore up the running back situation in Chicago, or or you could upgrade the running back situation in Chicago. Maybe you could trade Monty, package Monty, and it's three wide receivers. You got Jacoby Myers, you got Jahan Dotson. I mean, you got Cup, AJ Brown, and Godwin. So it's three wide receivers, yeah. one flex. Like I would probably be comfortable packaging Monty and Drake London and maybe getting an upgrade at running back. Like maybe you can go get a Dalvin cook. Like maybe you can go, go buy, get Joe a Joe, go get yeah. Joe Mixon. Like yeah, that's yeah. probably if that, if I was going to make a move, that'd be the move I make. And then you, that opens up a roster spot for you to, you know, pick up another potential running back or, you know, f- wide receiver or something like that. Or you get DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Go get him. Yeah. Or yeah, go buy DeAndre Swift, right? Or you don't probably don't want to buy an injured player at one and three. Uh oh, yeah. you, oh yeah. he's one and three. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all right. Thanks for the question, Gitz. Uh thanks for the level of detail as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's move on to Monday night football. This will be an interesting matchup here. The one and three Kansas or Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry. Sorry, Patrick. Uh t- traveling <laughs> to Kansas City to take on the three and one. Kansas City Chiefs. This game has a 51 and a half point total. Uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites. Can I just say something really quick? I cannot believe, and I should have said this earlier, but I cannot believe mm-hmm. that I picked the Denver Broncos, that that same Denver Broncos team, to win this division in the AFC West, as well as make it to the Super Bowl. I cannot believe that that's the team that I that I picked. So that's all I'm gonna say. But the weather. Okay, Harrison Bucker, he is DMP all week. Probably not going to go, the kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, For the Las Vegas Raiders, Hunter Renfro has participated in practice all week. Seems like he's going to return from that concussion this week and play on Monday Night Football. Um, In terms of this matchup, I am going to take the over. I am going to take Kansas City to cover. I am going to take Kansas City to win uh, for Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes is probably the quarterback one on the week. Uh, Travis Kelsey, a tight end one option. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I've got him ranked as an RB2 just because I feel like the touchdown, like they cannot continue to occur at at that rate. Uh, But he very well could finish. Get one outlier here, man. He's probably it. It's true. It's true. You could, yeah, like, you know, so – uh, he's, he's an RB one option with his continued usage. Um, you know, Pacheco, he's got to be stashed on, on your roster. I think, um, you know, I'm starting him in our league of starting their people. I don't have a choice. Uh, Juju, probably the best wide receiver play, uh, at, at, for the Ra- or for the Raiders rather Josh Jacobs, another RB one week, uh, potentially on the way for him. Uh, Devonte Adams, a top 10 wide receiver, uh, Darren Waller, tight end one option. Um, you know, Kansas City is a top nine matchup at all positions over the last three weeks. Uh, Derek Carr in a very great spot as well. Um, I almost wanted to go Derek Carr start of the week. And then I remembered that this game is in Kansas City and the Derek Carr Kansas City uh, splits are wild. And I couldn't put myself in that situation. Um, but the matchup is great. So, uh, if you, you know, can't be worse than what Russell Wilson did. Right, for us, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then 
Renfro and Hollins, I'm curious to see how their roles become more defined. You know, did Hollins force his way onto the field for more playing time? Or, you know, does Renfro return into his spot as, you know, the the number three option in this offense? Um, But I think either could be a desperation flex if need be. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to take Kansas City cover, Kansas City to win, though. Uh, I do agree with you. Pat Mahomes is historically killed. The Raiders, uh, for sure. He loves playing them at this matchup. Again, QB1, though. Patty. Uh, Clyde, um, with you in that RB2, but upside for more because he's just he's just attracted to the touchdown in zone right now. He he's 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 been in there. He's been very involved. Uh, he's making big plays down there, so that's, that's really good to see. Travis Kelsey. Uh, the pass catcher I want tied in one option. Um, still, I'm more of a, a bench guy on all those other pass catchers. Uh, and then on the Raiders side, Josh Jacobs, RB1. Devontae Adams is probably in a, he's in a cake spot right here. Um, he should go insane in this matchup. Darren Waller should also be in a good spot tied in one option. Uh, so that means, if, you know, if you love those, both those guys, Hunter Renfro, he's fully healthy. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm in the way and see. I'm, I'm in a league with him. He's, he's, in flex conversation, but I think I'm a uh, want to see it from him because uh, you know to start the season he wasn't the Hunter Renfro last year either. Uh, so Derek Carr though he's borderline QB one for me in this matchup. Um, hopefully, I mean if you guys didn't start Russell Wilson, then you hopefully pivot to Derek Carr, but it's probably too late. <laughs> it's definitely too late. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Sterner and Russell Wilson has got to be like the worst feeling right now because you just stare. Oh, feeling Thursday too. But like, I mean, let's talk about the psychology of it. Are you now tweaking your lineup in any way to try to make up for that, or are get some you points? Just, you said what? Yeah, to like you saying to like get some points and stuff. Yeah, so like depending on the matchup, mm. like maybe you are projected to lose, or you know the person has this loaded squad. Like maybe you go to these higher variance options on your bench, um, you know, to try to, you know, maybe you maybe you're nervous to start a Gabe Davis, but maybe you throw him in your lineup because you're like, hey, I need if I'm going to win this week because of what Russell Wilson did, I need like 20, 30 points. Right. So. Um, all right. Let's get to starts of the week. Yes, sir. Ching to ching. So let's oh. do it. Um, Greg, your quarterback start of the week this week. Yeah, alluded to it definitely in uh, our week one, uh, first part preview. Got to go with Tom Brady. Tom, terrific going against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons has just been very bad as a defense as a whole. They haven't improved, um, you know, the last couple of years and then this season as well. Um, this man, historically, when he's in the division, kills the Falcons too, uh, averaging over 300 yards against the team. He's got his receivers back. Uh, Chris Garden's getting healthier. Mike Evans is going to kill. Uh, Tom Brady should go for a multi-touchdown day. I think he's going to get three in this game, and he's going to get over 250 yards. So this man is a top-five play. Yeah, I love that, um, mainly because, as we alluded to during the week, that was who I wanted to pick for my start of the week. Uh, but it's okay. I pivoted to a guy that I actually think might end up having a might better, end up better. Yeah, yeah, word. <laughs> Uh, And that is Joe Burrow going up against Baltimore. Uh, The Ravens allow the second most fantasy points to the quarterback position over the last three weeks. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow is the quarterback six over those same three weeks. Baltimore also gives up, like I said before, the most fantasy points to the wide receiver position during that span, which means his guys should have a big day against a Ravens defense that's allowing a league high passing yards. Uh, Joey B in for a top five finish this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. He, he, he career days versus team. <laughs> uh, Greg, your running back start of the week. Actually, I really like this one, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I mean, honestly, it's insert running back here versus Detroit. So, you know, I got to give my some, <laughs> some Detroit action. Ramondre Stevenson going against Detroit. The matchup, we don't have to go into the matchup too much. It's, it's Detroit. The Lions defense is bad in all aspects. Uh, running back, wide receiver. One of the best matchups you could have. Uh, and then talk about Ramondre, like someone that's trending up. Eight carries week one, nine carries week two, 12 week three, 14 week four. So it's just all up for it, for there. Hitting it, hitting that green matchup for this for this one. 
uh, and also getting targeted in the passing game, five targets in the last two weeks. Uh, so I'm liking his matchup here, loving his matchup here against the Detroit Lions. Um, I think he, he takes that you know RB1 role and, and secures it in this one. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously he's got the running mate. Uh, what happens if you have Ramondre and Damian Harris? Are you are you Ramondre over Damian Harris? Please? Oh yeah, I'm playing I'm playing Ramondre over Damian Harris for sure. If I'm like weak at flex, I might even consider also playing flexing. Both. Yeah, playing both. Yeah. I mean Bailey Zapp is starting at quarterback, uh, so I think it's a heavy Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson week. And I, I, no, I like this one a lot, um, but I also know you like this one because uh, seems like we were think same same brain here. <laughs> Uh, yes, with uh, going with James Robinson up against Houston. Houston over the last three weeks allows the second most fancy points to the running back position. Robinson had a down week last week, but this is definitely a bounce back spot in a game where the Jags should definitely be leading and they should have some uh, some positive game script and they can feed their lead back in, in James Robinson. Yeah, gotta love that. Um, he's been definitely a surprise this year, you know, waiting, still waiting for ETN to take that. But James Robinson's like, nah, man. It's my backfield. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Uh, Greg, what about wide receiver, man? I think this is another one that we, we both wanted to get on. Yeah, man, the, the matchup is very juicy. Got to go with Robert Woods uh, for the Tennessee Titans going against Washington. Um, his usage has definitely been trending up in the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, nine targets in week three. Uh, touchdown last week as well. So uh, they're getting the passing game going. They're starting to establish him more. As you said, uh, he's getting healthier as well. So going against Washington. Great matchup. I uh, think he's the, the the wide receiver, the pass catcher to target right now for Tennessee. Yeah, I, I really like this one a lot. And uh, I'm very, very jealous that you went with Robert Woods because uh, I wanted him. But I will actually go stay in this Ain't game. the same. Yep. Stay in the game. I, like, for some <laughs> reason, I, I said it all week, there's something about this game. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, yeah. I, 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 my streams of the week come from this game. I went and took the over on the 42 and a half in this game. Uh, and so, therefore, I'm going with Terry, with Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin up against Tennessee. This is one of those confident starts of the week. I've been, like I said, been saying that there's something about this game. Maybe it has to do with how bad these defenses are. Washington allows the second most fancy points to the wide receiver position, but Tennessee in that same three weeks allows the third most fancy points to the wide receiver position. So, um, we know Jahan Dotson is out. We know that. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's been dealing with the, you know, with the flu or, you know, flu like symptoms. Um, he seems like he's ready to go, but uh, even Logan Thomas, he's dealing with a calf injury. Uh, so Scary Terry might come out of here out of necessity. Uh, this, I think he bounces back in a big week. He's still seeing 16% of the target share the last three weeks, which could get larger because of a potential shootout. I mean, not the, not the, target share uh, that could get larger because of injuries and um, you know, potential limitations of other, of other pass catchers, but his, the pie could actually get larger because we could have a potential shootout on our hands. So definitely like scary Terry this week uh, to, to definitely come through for fantasy managers more than he has this uh, so far this year. Yeah. Love that one for sure. Greg, what about tight end? Uh, yeah, man. You know, you want to go with someone that's, could make a difference for your lineup and besides your usual guys. And I think that's going to be Tyler Conklin going against Miami uh, for the Jets. Uh, just talk about guy. He's, he's getting targeted a lot. I mean, 16% target share for a tight end. Uh, and he's top he's top seven in total targets on, on the year, uh, getting close to seven a game, uh, over seven a game. So that's that's really <laughs> good if you're, if you're in the tight end market right now uh, in a good matchup versus Miami, uh, which should be, uh, I think, a high-scoring game. Um, so... I do like Tyler Conklin very much in this matchup. Yeah, uh, definitely love Tyler Conklin. He's been consistent, uh, which mm -hmm. is definitely something that you you want to have at the tight end spot. Uh, and that's something that my tight end start of the week has been. He's definitely been consistent, oh, yeah. Dallas Goddard. Uh, going up against Arizona uh, last week, again, Arizona, uh, going into last week, they gave up the most fantasy points to the tight end position, but then they, they played Ian Thomas, who – didn't do anything, uh, not because they they stopped him or they needed to, but outside of a big play earlier this year, Ian Thomas literally hasn't done anything to this point. Uh, Dallas Goddard has been a steady tight end, uh, steady as they come. Uh, he's scored at least nine PPR points in every game this season, uh, and he's 
seen he's been in double digits each of the last three weeks. He's seen at least four targets in every game. And again, this week the matchup is good, projecting a would have been a top four finish. Uh, but Kyle Pitts is out, so I'm going to bump this up to a top three finish here for Dallas Goddard this week. Yeah, Dallas Goddard has probably been the most used tight end starter week so far. This man is been money. Uh, he's really emerged as when Zachers left and when he was there. Like, yeah, we, he's done everything we expected him. So, I definitely love this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, love. I- yeah, this one's especially when you have a player in the fantasy league, right? Like, I don't have a lot of Dallas Goddard, but I'm in a league where I'm like I'm hurting at tight end, and in some leagues, like our league with certain people, and then this other league, I got Dallas Goddard, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, I don't it's have nice. to worry. About <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a muscle <laughs> fucking chuck. Not even, not even look. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's time for one of our one of our favorite games to sure. play, uh, and that is. Get money. And as some of you may know, Get Money is a head-to-head DFS contest on FanDuel between Greg and myself, where it is a snake-style draft, and once a player is selected, they are removed from the player pool, and it's an odd week, and so Greg gets to pick first in this odd week. Greg. Yeah, we're just going back and forth on, on the record, too. So this means yeah. I have to win this week. So, you know, because <laughs> two and two, you know. <laughs> yeah, we are two and two. Um, I did. Did I did I win last week? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I won last week. Mm-hmm. I know I have it somewhere. Um, First pick, though, since we're sharing a lot of starts a week, I got to go Tom Brady to start at the quarterback position. Uh, got to start off right. Seventy eight hundred going against Atlanta. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna go with Robert Woods, fifty nine hundred. Um, like you said, I know we're sharing some starts of the week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I put I put I put the lineup in early with the starts of the week. You know, and and I knew I was gonna have to adjust. So. Uh, but I'm gonna just keep getting my starts this week going. Uh, well, Jay gotta go. James Robinson at <laughs> my RB one, uh, eight thousand. Uh, yeah, slot him in there. It's okay. I was willing, you know, because at one point or another, you got to come to terms that you're not gonna get everybody that you want. Right, right. So there's some people you gotta be willing to let go. Um, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But my uh, other wide receiver, second wide receiver, mm-hmm. is gonna be. Mike Evans, seventy five hundred. Uh, we know if Brady's throwing some touchdowns, he's got to throw him to to money. Mike back there. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, definitely have Mike Evans slid in there. Uh, I'm gonna go with AJ Brown as my wide receiver one. Eight thousand going against Arizona. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with. Let's just let's just clear this out. I'm gonna go with uh, Terry McLaurin as my third wide receiver, 6,500. Like that, uh, I'm gonna go as my RB two or Madre Stevenson, my RB start of the week, six thousand, uh, going against Detroit. Okay, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna do something a little bit different here. Uh, at tight end, I initially had. Logan Thomas in here, uh, but his calf thing is uh, kind of scaring me. So for an extra hundred dollars, I'm just gonna go up and get Tyler Conklin for. I know he's your start of the week mm. for fifty three hundred. Like that, for sure. Um, just moving around real quick. So now I think we're good. Now, okay, I'm gonna go uh, as my wide receiver two. I'm gonna go your start of the week. I'm gonna go Terry McLaurin. I already uh, chose Terry. Oh, you did? Oh man, that's yeah, how you know yeah. I'm. Yo, I'm moving so much around right now. This is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with Chris Olave, 6900 as my wide receiver too. Okay, actually, dang, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. Um, the crazy part is I only had to change one thing, and I've changed it out of my own will. So uh, I'm feeling pretty <laughs> good about this right now. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh. 
I'm going to go take a running back because I haven't taken one of those yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going Nick Chubb. Ooh, uh, I like that. 9,400 oh, yeah. going up against the Chargers. Worth every dollar. Uh, I'm going to go as, as my wide receiver three, CD Lamb, 7,200 going against the Rams. Uh, as my RB2, I'm going to go with Devin Singletary, uh, 6,000 going up against Pittsburgh. At my flex, I'm going to go cheap here. I'm going to go Devontae Parker, same game, uh, 5,700 going against Detroit as well. Um, as my defense, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills, who are 5,000. Most expensive defense on the slate, but 14 point favorites. I'm gonna pay for all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm gonna go their tight end start of the week, Dallas Goddard at tight end 6,100 going against Arizona. Like I said, I had to be willing to let people go. Yeah, um, for my flex, I'm gonna go with Damian Pierce, uh, the running back 7,500. Um, he was my substitute for James Robinson. Uh, in this yeah. case, going up same game, going up against uh, Jacksonville. So, and I think that even with my defense, defense streaming week, I both of our defense streaming week, Tennessee Titans, forty two hundred. Uh, yeah, and so with my quarterback, um, because I needed to make sure my first pick was Robert Woods, so that I could get my tight end, my quarterback stream of the week in here as my starter, because uh, I knew you would go Tom Brady. So I was like, I yeah, had Joe to Burrow is a night game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went with Tannehill. He's 6,900, uh, which allows me to afford some of these higher priced options here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. But again, we, we have gone. Uh, apparently, I win. Oh, no. Oh, because you beat me two weeks in a row. No, wait, hold up. No, I think we've been alternating this whole time. I think. I think I beat you week three. So I think I'm up three to one. I have the records here. It was a close win. It was a very close win. We were both terrible in week three. Week uh week three. <laughs> there you go. Oh wait, or maybe I have this wrong. I don't know. We'll have to look at this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to reevaluate. Um, I know I'm more than. I feel like I have two wins, y'all. That's so why you know. Be- yeah, something. Something's not right. Uh, I know I definitely won last week, and and yeah. I won week one. Yeah. So we couldn't alternate. Oh, okay. That's a win back to back. Yeah, which I think you did win back to back. So maybe we are. Yeah, we're two and two because I think you went back to back. And I was like, I was in a hole last week. I was like, I can't lose again. That's what it was. So uh, I just think I just have to flip the scores. Um, all right. So, yeah. Uh, that. So, Greg, why don't you read off your. Oh, yeah. You already know. Got to go Tom Brady at quarterback. RB1. Ramada Stevenson, RB2. AJ Brown, wide receiver one, going against Arizona. Chris Olave, 6,900 at wide receiver two. CD Lamb, 7,200 wide receiver three. Dallas got at the tight end, 6,100. Devontae Parker, my flex, 5,700. And the Tennessee Titans, 4,200 going against Washington. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm going with Ryan Tannehill, a quarterback, 6,900 Washington. Uh, is my stream of the week. Nick Chubb, 9,400 going up against the Chargers. Devin Singletary, 6,000 going up against Pittsburgh. That's a really nice price for Devin Singletary. Uh, Robert Woods, 5,900 going up against Washington. That is Greg's start of the week. My start of the week, Terry Warren, 6,500. Uh, Mike Evans, 7,500 to pair up with Greg's start of the week, Tom Brady. Uh, Greg's tight end start of the week, Tyler Conklin, 5,300. Uh, Damian Pierce, who definitely has a great matchup this week, 7,500 mm-hmm. going up Jacksonville. And then the Buffalo defense, the most expensive defense on the city, $5,000. Probably worth every single penny going up against a rookie quarterback. Ticket. All that being said, everybody, 
good luck this weekend. Enjoy the football. Uh, have fun. Enjoy time with family. And uh, Greg, anything else you want to say before we close this up? Nah, yeah, man. Enjoy this week, y'all. It's, it should be should be a good week, man. I'm looking forward to it. When we get to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. Enjoy Sunday. And uh, we'll catch y'all on Monday when we recap week five and the week that was. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Peace. Yeah.